Many years have passed since a fellowship of light battled the shadow creature at the Grey Haven. Now the heroes find themselves in an unknown land where they discover a man in black is wreaking havoc. Undeath follows him wherever he goes, and long-forgotten legends rise again having been possessed by his evil. Join the players of this Dungeons & Dragons campaign as they attempt to stop the man in black as he collects artifacts both on and off the Lonely Isle. Welcome to Tolerasia in part two of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Rise of the Mormon. Um, and, and I have a few more screens here for you. Uh, let me get rid of the evil breath out here. I was planning on climbing out of that hole and tossing his <laughs> ass in it. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm sorry for a very unrewarding evening for you. Oh, it's okay. Please. I just sat here and wisdom rolls all day. <laughs> Hello. Uh, all right, so you guys come up, um, and, and and like you don't even have to knock on the door. Gil Fannin opens the door, and he's like, like he's totally different, like totally calm, like graceful. Uh, yeah, we just got the shit out of his basement. Yeah, but but he's not like like clearly he was suffering from the effects of the evil breath. Um, and so so you're up here now, and he um, he's he's just so thankful for you. He says he's going to go lay Ariel to rest properly. Um, he, he tells this you, house is now. Clear. <laughs> the room is clear. <laughs> um, so, so um, I don't. Um, Marco wasn't here before, but he mentioned that you guys aren't the first second-born people that were here. He mentioned the the Numenorians that came and and mm-hmm. sort of raided Amman. He mentioned Ariel, who was here. Uh, who was here basically to find out, um, you know, information about about the uh, about Arisea. Um and then uh, he also tells you that um, that he believes, um, and I'm kind of rushing through this because I know we're getting we're actually ten minutes past when we we're going to end. But um, he tells you that he believes that great events in the course of history uh, cause ripples, and sometimes they they sort of double up and and happen sort of concurrently. And he tells you that the magic um, the or he doesn't say magic he says the uh, the ring of power uh, and sauron both have been um slain uh, and some of you would know what that's about and some of you wouldn't um but but just so you know in the timeline like he, he lets you know that that has happened so so like that much time has passed you know uh, again 60 years had passed just on the boat um uh, let's see uh so he he also tells you that um he, he thinks that just your being here and the, and the man in black being here and the shadow being here and all that um, means that the last battle is is drawing near, and um, rest. yeah, and and at this point, uh, Faraday, you hear your sword saying Talbur again, like more strongly, and um, and so I guess um, he would he would reveal to you if you if you if you bring up Talbur in the the uh, turn Turambar, he would let's look in our lore section, and he would bring up the second part of the second prophecy. Uh, which I will share with you now. And uh, uh, this is the first part, so I'll just read it to you. Here's part one. Uh, Thus spoke Mondos in prophecy, when the Valar sat in judgment in Valinor, and the rumors of his word was whispered among all the elves of the West. When the world is old and the powers have grown weary, Morgoth, the black foe of the world, seeing that the guard sleepeth, and he's talking about Arendil, who has the Silmaril, shall come back through the door of night, out of the timeless void, and all shall be darkness, and the sun uh, will turn to black, and the moon will no longer shed his light. But the host of Valinor shall descend upon him as searing flame, white and terrible. Then shall 
shall the last battle be gathered in the fields of Valinor. So that's that's what Meryl showed, shared with you last uh, when you were in Cortirion. And he shares with you the second part. In that day, Tolkis shall strive with Morgoth, and on his right hand shall be Aonwe, and on his left hand, Turin Turinbar, the son of Hurin, returning from the doom of men, meaning death, at the end of the world, and the black sword of Turin shall deal unto Morgoth his death and final end, and so the children of Hurin and the fallen men be avenged. So he's, he's, he's now shared with you the second part of this prophecy. Um, and uh, basically what comes to light is that the shadow, you tell him that, you know, he was at Cortirian trying to forge a weapon. Um, and when he, t he would tell you is that the only other place to forge a, a weapon would be the workshops of Aule. Um, Aule is one of the Valar. Um, and some of you have the workshop of, of Aule in your lore cards. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to share that with people, you can. So it says the Master Smith uh, and Valar Aule uh, has workshops throughout Arda where great things were created, such as the doors, of course. Uh, yeah. It is in these workshops that he showed the Noldor how to create the precious gems and magic items that they are famous for. So he has workshops throughout, but um, he, he can he can tell you where one of the one of the workshops of Aule are, where Shadow might be going to to forge this weapon now that he has the Golden Book. But he can he also tells you that if if you want to seek out Turin Turinbar um, at the Stone of the Hapless, the only way to do this is to travel to the Tower of Pearl on the enchanted isles um and so uh let me show you in the handouts under maps uh let's see where would it be uh, i guess let me look at valinor no let's see circles of the world no uh the west as it was here we go so right now you guys are on erisea you're on the west coast of erisea closest to the, pl the plains of valinor closest to amman and you see those islands uh, out to the east. They're called the the um, uh, it, they're in the shadowy seas, but they're called the Enchanted Isles. Um, the Tower of Pearl is also listed on that map. So um, he would tell you 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 need to go west to Amman to the to basically the coast of the big continent. Um, if you if you want to seek out the 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 workshop of Aule, um, um, if you believe the shadow is has gone there to make a weapon, um, and you need to you'll have to head east to the power of the Tower of Pearl, uh, which is the only way that you guys can get back to Middle Earth to the Stone of the Hapless, where where Turin Turinbar is buried, right? Because you he he's he's buried on an island called Tol Morwen in Middle Earth, and you would have to literally sail there, uh, and it would take forever. Um, he says the only way to get there is through the Tower of Pearl. Um, which is still here in the Blessed Realm. Um, so you have two choices, right? You can, can go to the Workshop of Aule, um, um, or you can go to the Tower of Pearl. Does that make sense? Well, well since we haven't taken a rest, I suspect that <clears throat> we could probably catch him at the, um, at the Workshop. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> what does everyone else however, think? However, if, we've, <laughs> if we try to make any kind of combat with him in our current state, he might do a little more damage than we want. Well, he, he doesn't know where the shadow went. All, he, all he's telling you is that um, there's, there's, there are very few places that he could forge a weapon. Um, it's very possible that the shadow actually went to seek Turin himself. Um, you know, because Turin is in this prophecy. Um, oh, right. You know, so so he, he's just giving you a couple of options, you know, like he he doesn't know, he actually hid from the shadow and this, this evil breath. Um, and now that you've kind of cleansed it in, in sort of dispatching Ariel, 
Um, he doesn't know exactly where he's gone. He's he's basically feeding you information, lore, based on what you're telling him. So it's it's I guess it's where you think the shadow might have gone, or or what you think is more important. You know, at Faradir, your your sword is very uh, clearly wanting to go to the, the Talbur, to the Stone of the Hapless. However, you know, the forging of a weapon might be very important uh, if if you think the shadow has gone there. But but again, you don't know where the shadow has gone. Mm. Let's split the party. <laughs> can, we, can we do that? No, you never, you never split the party, man. Do we? I mean, do we? Have, do we have any? Do we have any best guess which direction, which where we should actually go? Then you, you lost track of the of the shadow. So you were, you know, you were trailing him. He's clearly been here, um, but you know, according to Gilfan and who hid from him, he doesn't know what direction he went. <laughs> I guess it's, it just kind of boils down to wherever you think, like, you know, look at your quests and, and like, what is the most important thing for you to be doing right now? Uh, and where do you think the shadow is? Or, or does that matter? Should you, you know, the prophecy says that Turn Turnbar is going to deliver the death blow to Morgoth when he comes back. Um, you know, is that, you know, do you think he's forging a weapon somewhere? And should you stop that? Or do you think he's seeking out the person that's supposedly killing the big bad? You know, you, you don't know. Well, the big bad is supposed to happen anyway. That's what the prophecy says, right? Um, well, the prophecy says a lot of things, but yeah, that's one of the things it says. So I'm thinking we can just go to turn turn bar and start from there. Go to the end to get to the beginning. Okay. What does everyone else think? Yeah, my my sword is starting to annoy me. It keeps saying this name over and over again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you so uh, for next week, you guys are wanting to head to the Stone of the Hapless, uh, yeah. to, or, to the Tower of Pearl, to get to yeah. the Stone of the Hapless. Let's go to the black pearl and sailor to the stone <laughs> all right um, if i can if i can just bear with you here so he he tells you gilfan and tells you that you need to go to the tavreville the town and seek out um he has a connection there that will that will point you towards a guide hey irme yeah so so several of you actually recognize irme and some of you are very, very shocked to see irme here because the last thing that you remember irme was stabbed by the pirate and dumped into the sea on middle earth yeah Oh hey, uh, hello. <laughs> what? I greet her with an embrace and a uh, and a look of <laughs> that's sad. Red. I go and go. What a girl. <laughs> what does <that> feel like? <laughs> she says, uh, "Yeah, thanks for stopping them from stabbing me in the fucking face." We appreciate it. <laughs> I was a little busy, you know. I knew you'd come back. Uh, so, uh, Vic, do you wanna do you wanna tell Okran's story about how she came to be here? Do you remember? No balls. No, I don't remember. The halls of Mondos. Do you remember one of your tasks? That Vanya gave you was to to seek out the halls of Mandos and request it, the spirit of Irime. I actually don't remember that. Yeah, so that was a that was a part of your origin session. Um, so, oh. so so Vic's character would tell you uh, when he was summoned back to 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 Valinor, his his Valar Vanya gave him a series of of tasks. Um, oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, sorry. Go to the halls of Mandos to request for the body of the elf Irime. Oh, and take her back to the Noldoran elves in the Kel. Let's Syria. Uh, Tyrion. And what? So, so you brought her. You brought her back to Tyrion, the okay. the, the home, the the home of MJ, actually. Yes, and sir. then, and then, John, you saw Irime. You rode with her here to Tavro Bell, and she was carrying something. Yeah, she's supposed to meet me in Taco Bell. Yes, John. Do you remember your interaction or what she was carrying? I don't remember. Sorry. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> so she tells you that she's been, um, the whole reason she's here is because she, she knows you guys. Um, and so the powers, <laughs> so er, early, <laughs> uh, earlier this week, Vic asked something that was, I, I think, a good question. Like, if, if the big bad is coming back from, from the, you know, the outer void, like, why don't they get involved? And the, and the answer is they are getting involved, but just indirectly right now. So they're sending you all, but they're also, like, putting pieces in motion, right? So they, they sent Vic to go get Irame, uh, and Irame is to kind of act as, like, a... Jared, I remember what she's carrying. You do? Yeah, she had a large staff and a, and a burlap sack. Okay, cool. Uh, so she she's she's very happy. She's very happy to see you guys, and and she she says that she's here to actually help your quest, and and she knows, and you tell her that you need to go to the Tower of Pearl to seek out Turin Turnbar and the Stone of the Hapless, um, and she says, well, you're going to need a guide and a boat, and she says, I have something, I have I have something else for you, and she she looks directly at um, Riken actually, okay. and, says, and she says um, because of because of um, you know your travel here and, and your sort of anguish, um, uh, our king has decided to give you um, a very a very um, special gift. So uh, let me let me pull it up here. Uh, it's, it's called it's called Inayor, um, and it's it's actually from the king of the Vanyar. And the oh, Vanyar, dang, what is that? The the Vanyar are actually uh, they're called spear elves. And the Vanyar, you remember, are one of the three elves, right? We have the Teleri, the Nodor, and the Vanyar. The Vanyar you haven't met yet, but they live in the closest proximity to the Valar. Um, and they're, again, they're called spear elves, and they have these these magical spears that they use. Um, and the spear's name actually means first blood, and it's pretty badass. Actually, does 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 more damage than a, a regular spear. Yeah. Um, so so if you are interested in using that, she she brought that as a gift for you. Well, I ex- I, I I gladly accept it. Of course. Um, uh, I, I don't I don't even know what to say. I thought I would never see this theory Mary again. I thought she was dead. I, I guess I, uh, I I left right before she died, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I she, through the portal. She embraces you and you know grabs your face and is is like studying your face and um you know she's she's she just apologizes uh, that that you sort of had to go through all of this, but but that, that you guys are on a very noble quest um, and and that there are there are many parties um, that are working behind the scenes to make your quest um, a success. Um, and, and then she she says, um, "I'd like to introduce you to your guide, if, if that uh, if that pleases you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, of course. All right. So she um, takes you out to the to the docks, and um, you see this guy who's standing on the edge of the dock, and he's dropping like uh, fish carcass carcasses into the water. That dude. Uh, and Irame, yeah, Irame says, um, "I'd like to introduce you to Ose. Um, that he he will be and and MJ, you would know him as um, he's the Maiar to the sea god. I um I started humming the little tune that we had earlier while we were both tossing fish into the sea. Cool. <laughs> he says so to the Tower of Pearl. Is it? <laughs> Arr. Uh, he says, "Let's. Uh, this is quite an adventure." Uh, yeah, um, and he says, uh, "Let's uh, let's get on the ship and let's go." So, so for the next session, um, I'm going to have you guys uh, 
heading east to the Tower of Pearl um, for the sole purpose of seeking Turin Turnbar. And you don't know how this is going to happen because, again, Turin Turnbar is in Middle Earth still. So it's an island off of Middle Earth called Tol Morwen, where the stone, where his burial stone is called the Stone of the Hapless. You don't know how you're going to get there from the Tower of Pearl, but they tell you um, that, the, you know, s- supposedly uh, there is this Tower of Pearl, which is. Um, there are people there that sort of man this tower and that there's something called a sleeper in the Tower of Pearl. Um, and you don't know exactly what that is. Um, it's not clear to anyone really what that is. And uh, uh, the other thing to be aware of, um, when, you, when you set sail on day 10, uh, you, there are four days left until the full moon. And it, you're going to be at sea for three days. All right. Um, so before before we go, let's do. So are we going to be on a boat when Faradir turns into a werewolf? Is that what we're trying to say here? Uh, pretty <laughs> much. Assuming <laughs> assuming you don't encounter anything on on the sea, no, you you should be you should be on land when the next full moon happens. That doesn't sound like it's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> so so you have one more day where you need to do a blighted lands check and test you have to do a tra- another trauma check as well and then we'll end for the night can we can i do one of these like on the boat uh well you you can actually rest you can you can rest um so we're going to take a, a long rest here is, is that what you mean well I, yeah i just want, kind of wanted to see if we could get bonuses against the stupid lighted balls making all our testicles itch uh, no, the, the tiny hut doesn't help with that, unfortunately. Damn, tiny what's, hut helps all. What's this, what's this <laughs> blighted lands thing here? So this is, remember in the first campaign when you would travel through shadow-infested areas and you would you would get shadow points if you failed? So it's, a, uh, I think it's a DC 15 wisdom save. Okay. That sure. Come on, fuck. So hopefully you guys have been tallying up. How, how's everybody doing for shadow points? Right. Well, I have one. So, so refresh me, refresh my uh, memory on, on on how shadow points work. Like when you've accumulated shadow points. So once once you once your shadow points uh, surpass your wisdom score, you're you're in a condition that's called miserable, and you have disadvantage on most things. And when you when you fail at something, you go into what's called a bout of madness. And some of you actually have really bad bouts of madness. Um, you don't want Burin to go into a bout of madness because he could actually attack one of you. Um, awesome. Based, I, I based, will attack one of you. Yeah. 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 So um, I'm apparently very sad. Um, <laughs> my wisdom is zero, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> your wisdom bonus is zero. Yep. Can I, yep. Can I change my strength back now? Is that so? When you say wisdom score, do you yeah. mean your wisdom bonus or your or your or your wisdom? You're flat up your wisdom. Wait. Say that again. You do you, when you say is is it so when it surpasses your wisdom? So say ten in my case. My wisdom is very bad. I'm very unwise. <laughs> Okay. So I would need ten shadow points before that to happen. Yes, correct. Yes. Okay, okay. And and oh, here, 11. and I've shared. Uh, I just I just showed you the miserable and bouts of madness. Sort of, yeah, uh, very cool. I uh, just hopefully that's popped up, and you can kind of. I, I got more into it. I, I did a, a sort of a rule card about it. How do we uh, shed uh, the shadow points? What's that? When do we shed the points? That's in there too. So you're gonna and I and I covered this last time. So shadow points are gonna you're gonna get to shed them once. Um, during this this ten week campaign, and that's that's when you're with the elves um, in week six. Uh, but but other than that, a long rest doesn't actually shed them. I'm one point away from uh, being miserable. All right, about of madness. Cool. Well, we'll um, let me write down. We got to figure out since your character is not actually a middle uh, adventures of Middle Earth character. I'll I'll assign you a. Um, it's called a shadow weakness. So I'll let you know what that is. 
I'll tell you one thing, they're not good. <laughs> cool. All right, so you guys clear on, on what's happening with the story? Yes. Yeah, Getting on the boat, going to get attacked by Faradir. <laughs> you guys are seeking out Turin Turinbar, um, who is mentioned in the prophecy, um, and, and Faradir's sword really wants to go there. Um, are, are we clear on who uh, Turin Turinbar is? Turin's sword is Turin Turinbar's sword, right? No. Okay. Is he not the Mormagil? So Turinbar is the Mormagil. However, Faradir's sword was... Um, so the, the black swords were created by an elf named a Ale. Yep. And he kept Anguirel to himself, and he gave Anguachel to um, the the king of a hidden kingdom, uh, an elven kingdom. And uh, I believe this is how it goes. Uh, and um, uh, Anguirel, the sword that, that Faradir is using, was lost from history because um, eventually the hidden kingdom was sacked um, and uh, the sword of the king in, in, in this hidden kingdom was passed down to Turin who reforged the sword as Gurthang and Gurthang uh, it was no longer called Anglahel it was called Gurthang the black blade oh, and, okay. and he, the black blade Turin used the black blade to kill the dragon um, uh, Glauron and when he killed the dragon Glauron the sword broke and he killed killed himself on the shards of Gurthang. Turin did. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, because it, he, he, I mean, it was all kinds of nasty things. But, um, so I guess, I guess probably Vic's character would know all of this and share this with you. So there are two black swords that were made by Ale. Um, they, they're kind of like sister swords, but they were separated over the ages. Um, one is, bro one was reforged and then broken. Uh, Anguarel that Faradir is using looks exactly the same, and that's why they're calling him the Mormagil. Right? He, he wields this black black blade uh, made from this meteorite material um, but there's still this other blade out there that's the true black blade and that belonged to, to Turin Turinbar mm, okay okay alright so this is not actually his, his Turin sword I mean it's it's made out of the same material it's forged by the same person um, and, you know in some ways yeah, I mean it was this sword was the sword that Faradir is using was kept by the, sword. by the smith right so it was yeah. a special sword obviously um, but it, it's trying to find its sister sword and trying it's telling Faradir to go find you know Talbur. Okay. And by the way, all of this stuff tonight, um, the characters, the all of the lore cards and stuff, all of this stuff is is canon. You know, I you know, uh, you know, Ariel doesn't actually come back as a zombie, you know, whatever mummy lord type thing <laughs> that you were fighting. But but all all of this stuff, even the Stone of the Hapless and the Evil Breath, all of that stuff was canon. Cool. That's very cool. All right. Awesome. Anybody else? Any questions? Or are you good? All good. That was awesome. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.